All right, BradCooney.com. We'd like to welcome in the uh, Director of Communications for the Gun Owners of America, Eric Pratt. Eric, thanks for joining us, man. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to be with you. Definitely uh, honored to have you in. Um, I'm guessing the mood's pretty uh, jovial in your office this morning. Uh, let's talk about this historic, I call it a grassroots army, basically just snatched their Second Amendment constitutional right back. Um, give me your thoughts on what happened last night in Colorado. Well, this was very exciting news, the fact that we were able to recall uh, two Colorado state senators, boot them out of office. Really what's happened here, Brad, is that gun control zealots awakened a sleeping giant in January. Mm -hmm. As you remember, they began a war on our rights last winter to punish law-abiding citizens basically for what a tiny minority of criminally-minded lawbreakers do, like that, like the evil committed by that creep in Connecticut. But here's the problem. To punish honest gun owners for the crimes of this tiny minority, that would be like cracking down on drunk driving by making it more difficult for sober people to buy cars. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. And law-abiding citizens are fighting back, politically speaking, of course. What happened in Colorado is momentous because now now we have the scalps of two Colorado senators to warn future legislators about the dangers of voting for gun control. Absolutely. Now, I want to touch on Mr. Uh, Bloomberg, the mayor, of course, of New York, who uh, dumped about $350,000 of his, of his own money into the efforts to try to uh, take guns away from people in Colorado. This is a huge defeat for him. Give me your thoughts on that. This is a, a very huge defeat for him. I mean, just a, a little history. Uh, obviously, he, he put a lot of money into trying to pass gun control in the Congress, and he lost uh, in what would be their strongest house. Uh, they lost in the Senate in April. They also lost in Nevada when he dumped a lot of his own money trying to get gun control passed there. And, and now, even though they were successful in an all-Democrat legislature, uh, now, as you mentioned, he pumped in over 300000 of his own dollars to try to salvage uh, these two legislators who were in strongly Democrat uh, districts. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. They, they were overwhelmingly mm -hmm. Democrat. They, they, really, they should have been untouchable. And this is just a huge shot across the bow. In fact, one of the defeated legislators, her name is Angela Heron, she said, and this was before the election, she said, you know, for mayors against illegal guns, now that's Bloomberg's group, mm -hmm. he said, if they lose even one of these seats, they might as well fold it up. And they understand that. Well, not only did they lose one of the seats, they lost both of the seats, right. and I tell you what, uh, Bloomberg's got to be very nervous today. I would think so, and I would think any mayor who's involved with this organization at this point with this news would be running for the hills because the people spoke in Colorado, and their constituents are going to speak as well uh, come, come their, their time to vote. Absolutely. In fact, mayors have already started running for the hills in the past few months. There's been several dozen who uh, have removed their names from the list for, for many of them. It's, uh, some have said, you know, we thought this was about mayors against illegal right. guns. And instead, what, what, they, what they realize is that Bloomberg and his company are using uh, this as a shield to go after law-abiding gun owners. And so many uh, have actually withdrawn their name. But I think you're right, Brad. I think a lot more will be soon to come. Uh, soon to come. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, I want to touch on um, on Magpul Industries. Of course, they, they stopped manufacturing magazines in, in Colorado because it is just garbage. Um, do you feel encouraged now, Eric? Do you feel encouraged that 
that these uh, gun manufacturers and, and accessory manufacturers will come back and, and do business there? Well, certainly if they're able to... Uh, because the laws still stay in the books, right? If I'm not mistaken. Well, exactly, it does. And so we need to keep this momentum going. Right. Uh, at the next election, we need to throw the bums out, of course, uh, and then get this legislation overturned. And, and if that happens, then I think uh, Colorado would certainly welcome uh, the, the industry to, to come back in. Absolutely. Uh, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, although I tell you what, uh, this is a sign of things to come. And we saw this in 1994 and in the lead up to 1994, where all the polls were saying that, uh, you know, the American people want gun control, et cetera, et cetera. And so the Congress foolishly voted, as you remember, gave Clinton everything he wanted on gun control. And that was the slaughter uh, at the polls that year, 1994, where for the first time in decades, uh, the Democrats were out of power, the Republicans were in. And it was because for the first time in many people's lives, uh, speaking of Democrats, pro-gun Democrats, they crossed party lines to vote for a Republican, something they wouldn't otherwise do, uh, but now they were because they, they were so disgusted on this issue of gun rights and the Democrats, uh, to put it mildly, lack of appreciation for our Second Amendment rights. And that became, uh, that sent a huge message to Capitol Hill. And uh, what we're finding is that every few years we need, a, you know, people just need another reminder that, yes, this is a very hot-button issue that will motivate voters to go to the poll and, yes, even kick people out of office if they touch with our constitutional rights. You know, as you were speaking, I was thinking about Feinstein. I wonder what's going through Ms. Feinstein's uh, head at this point. And, you know, this whole assault weapons ban, I, even like, I don't even like to use the word assault weapon. It's not an assault weapon. It's, it's, a, it's a deer rifle. That's, that's basically, you can shoot deer with it. It's, it's not an assault weapon. But you, get, you know what I'm saying. The assault weapons ban, um, we, we all see how that worked in Columbine when Clinton banned um, assault weapons. These, ban, these bans are just, just ridiculous. California is obviously, uh, you know, amongst the, the bluest of blue states. But she has to realize that, you know, she's not going to have much fun uh, being in the minority if she keeps pushing issues that's going to cost her fellow colleagues mm -hmm. their seats. And I think that's really one of the important lessons from Colorado. In fact, even the New York Times this morning uh, articulated it, and that is that this, what happened in Colorado is a, is a warning to legislators all across the country about the political risks of voting for tougher gun laws or stricter gun laws. Well, let me tell you, if the New York Times is figuring that out, yeah. <laughs> uh, Diane Feinstein better. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, do, you, do you feel the voters of Colorado last night have set the bar and basically do you think they set a trend now that, 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 that can... You know, the same thing could happen maybe in, in, in upstate New York. I know New York's a very, very left state, but there's a lot of hunters, a lot of, a lot of gun owners up in New York. We all know that because they've been exposed by the newspaper that wanted to air everyone's addresses that had concealed carry licenses. Um, that's another topic. But how do, you, how do you think about that? Do you think Colorado just set the trend here? Absolutely. Now, obviously, not every state is going to have a recall uh, right. provision in their law, so it, it will depend on that. But certainly, every every state does have re-elections, right. and I think this is showing 
the mood of the country. I mean, look, these two districts, oh my goodness, uh, the, the Senate president comes from a district where about 43% were uh, registered Republicans. Uh, the other gal, uh, Giron, uh there were only 23% registered Republicans in her district, and yet, and, and she actually lost really badly. Uh, wow. So I, I, that just tells you that this, you know, the gun issue is something that cuts across party lines. There are a lot, you know, here's the thing, there's a lot of folks out in the hustings who vote Democrat, but they personally are very pro-gun. Yeah. And sadly, something happens when these Democrats get elected and they go they go into office, they get pulled to the left by their party, and so they forget about the people who sent them there. Well, I think what happened in Colorado was a wake-up call. Yeah. You know, this, 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 that, that's, that's similar to Mississippi, the state I live in. Um, it's this, well, we're predominantly a Republican state, but even the Democrats here, they don't want their Second Amendment messed with. I have a lot of Democratic friends that that are with me on that. Leave, leave, leave our guns alone. Absolutely, and you know we're, we're seeing this all across the country that uh, people's polling, uh, politicians' polling numbers are dropping uh, as they continue pushing these uh, policies. Uh, Andrew Cuomo in New York, as he was pushing gun control, uh, even in New York, his polling num numbers mm -hmm. dropped uh, precipitously. Same thing with Obama, and you know part of the reason is you know people think that. Uh, you know, that the American people generally support gun control, and it's just not true. Uh, a recent Quinnipiac poll, 52% said they disapproved of how Barack Obama was handling gun policy. A recent Root poll, 62% said that they don't want the Senate to take up gun control again. 65% uh, of the American people, according to a Fox poll, said that, uh, people, that they would defy the law mm. if the government passed a law to take away your guns. And in fact, in that same poll, 59% of self-proclaimed liberals would defy the law if government passed a law to take wow. away their guns. So you can see that there is just not general support for this. Even the young millennials uh, are against the president on this. And so, you know, once again, I, I think it's it's just something that uh, these guys they they can't they just can't help themselves. A lot of times they believe what the media says. They think that the people are in favor of gun control, and you need an election like this, a scalp every now and then on the wall, just to remind them. You know what the American people believe in the Second Amendment. Don't touch it. Yeah, the people of Colorado certainly delivered a nasty reminder that it's not the the the, the they don't the politicians they 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 feel that the people work for them, and that's not the case. They work for the people, and that was delivered. That's right. Hard, hard lesson uh, last night. Now, what's the what's the uh, approval rating for the Colorado governor doing? Um, has it been falling at all, or how, what's what's his ratings? I haven't seen uh, specifically numbers for him. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. Uh, similar to what's happening around the country. I mean, the, the, the guy who was uh, pushing at the national level, uh, um, Senator Manchin from West Virginia, mm -hmm. his poll numbers have dropped through the floor. This is one of the most uh, popular guys in the Senate uh, in, in terms of number. You know, he had a near, a near 70 percent approval rating, and his numbers have dropped about 20 points. Uh, actually, more than 20 points. He's now below 50 percent. So it just, you know. Other Except for in a state maybe like California, to push gun control is radioactive. And, and I say California because Feinstein is, yeah. safe to, you know, she 
she's not going to be bumped out from her uh, supporting and pushing gun control. But anywhere else uh, to push gun control uh, is going to be a foolish, foolish, uh, perhaps career-threatening uh, proposition. Unbelievable. All right, before I let you go, man, give, give me a website for the listeners uh, that are interested in, 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 in uh, learning more about uh, gun owners of America. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. People can go to our website at gun owners with an S, gunowners.org. Uh, in fact, at the top of the page, we have an alert if they want to read more on what happened in Colorado. And, and it's actually, you know, I encourage people as they go there, sign up for our email alerts because mm. we were very involved in, in mobilizing people, getting them uh, to the polls. And, and that's the type of thing, you know, we want to be able to activate uh, people. We're not going to drown them, uh, their inbox with uh, email messages, but as these emergencies come up, as these fights come up, uh, we're going to let people know what's happening here in Washington or in their state, and just so people know, it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. You know, in closing, I think the real message here is, is loud and clear for any politician that wants to mess with the Second Amendment. Um, you can lose your job, and then Colorado proved that last night. I really appreciate you joining me, uh, Eric. I really appreciate it. We'll do a follow-up soon, okay? Hey, that sounds great. We'd love to. Thanks, Brad. You betcha.